Well, hello there, and welcome to True Crime Bones, a quick headlines episode, with me, your host, Marissa, also known as Bones. And in today's episode, we will be discussing the very recent and still open murder case of Puti Ramara. But first, before we get into today's episode, I have an announcement to make, a very big one. And that announcement is that True Crime Bones is on Patreon. Yes, folks, you heard right. So if you would like to support this podcast while also getting some sweet exclusive background information, exclusive content, and so much more, then please check out my Patreon under the name of True Crime Bones or the link will be in the episode description or on the truecrime.bones Instagram page the link will be in the bio and with that said I would, would like to give a huge thank you to True Crime Bones' first patron Grizzly Book who also happens to have a great podcast by the same name and is also available on Instagram by the name of Grizzly underscore books underscore true crime. So welcome to the Bones Collection Grizzly Books. Now you know what I'm gonna need like get a better name for that Bones Collection. Doesn't sound right. You know I know what to do. Yeah. Okay. So this month, this month only, which is January by the way, I'm going to let all the new patrons, no matter what tier, for this month, send me a message of a name idea, you know, instead of Bones Click. Um, I will then take each name, the names each week, I will put a poll on Patreon, one with the most votes, I'll move on with the new names I've, I get from new patrons to the next week, and so on, so forth, up until final week, where the two most voted for names, by you guys by the way, will put together and we'll see the winner. Hmm. Yes, I'll do that. I will, since this is like a spur of the moment, will post on Patreon what the winner will get. So, that aside, <laughs> thank you so much for the support, Grizzly Books, as each bit helps. Now, with that out of the way, let's get into it. Quick disclaimer. Uh, I would just like to apologize if I am mispronouncing any words or names I mean um, I have checked double checked pretty sure but you know just in case you never know okay let's get into it a patriarch Lynn Soweto family is still mourning the death of their daughter Puti Ramara who was found dead at a nearby playground on Monday the 7th December 2020. See, I told you, 
till really recent, I mean less than a month ago. The naked body of the 21-year-old Pucci was also a travel and tourism student at UNISA, was found in a playground in Pretoria Glen, extension 31, on Monday morning by a jogger. She was beaten, raped and strangled to death with her own pair of pants. Putti's grandmother, Agnes Romara, who raised and lived with Putti, said she was devastated by the loss of her grandchild, who had a lot to live for. She also said, and I quote, I'm going to miss her a lot. I don't understand what she ever did to those people. They could have just hurt her, at least that way she could have gone to the hospital and came back. Not for them to kill her like that. She was a good child. I never had to reprimand her for anything. I have lost a lot. They have killed me. End quote. According to a family representative, Carol Mplongwane, the family did not know that Pucci was missing until her cousin and one of her friends came looking for her the Monday afternoon. This was because Pucci had hanged out with them the previous day, Sunday the 6th of December, and they began to worry when they were unable to get a hold of her after she left them late that Sunday afternoon. Nguane said, and I quote, We had heard and seen news circulating on social media about a body found at Extension 31, but we did not think it would be Putti. It was only when her cousin and a friend came to check in the afternoon that we realised there was something wrong. Her cousin and friend took Putti's mother to the police station. End quote. I mean, that's horrible. Anyway, Putti's friends would go on to say that when they left the neighbourhood house they were visiting on Sunday, late afternoon, you know, the previous day, the 6th of December, they were also in the company of three guys who they knew. And one of the men were able to get them all a lift home. But Putti refused to take the lift and decided to walk home instead. That would be the last time anyone would see her alive. The body that was discovered on Monday morning, the 7th of December, would later be identified as that of Putti Ramara by her tattoos, which she had three of. She had a tattoo of a tiger on her neck, a tattoo of a flower on her right leg, and a tattoo of her name on her hand. After positively identifying the body, Putti's mother, Simpongile Ramara, went on to describe to the media how she was feeling. She said, and I quote, I don't know what to say. I'm really hurt. My daughter was a lovely child. She was very friendly and was always smiling. She did not like conflict and would keep to herself. She was a happy child and that loved fashion and her tattoos. She was an ambitious young girl who had plenty to live for, and she was fun and full of life. For as long as I can remember, she always wanted to be a lawyer and help people and the community." End quote. 
Putin's was laid to rest on the 13th of December, 2020, also on a Sunday. A funeral was held at a hall in Pretoria Glen, extension 12. It was a sad and very grim environment with the youths, you know, the children and young adults from the area, the students from the university she attended, and the local ANC Women's League singing and calling for an end to the gender-based violence. The murder of the second-year UNISA student shocked the local community, who, on the last day of the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, held a candlelight night vigil in protest. Youth and students carried place cards inside and outside the hall with the inscription Sekwanele, Sesikatlele, Enough is Enough. It's three different languages. I mean, enough is enough. A childhood friend, Atlekang Wodise, who grew up with Puti and Dipkluov, a small, small town, told the Mornish she was hurt at the death of a friend. She said, and I quote, I'm very saddened by my friend's death. We had big plans for our future, and it's unfortunate that we are gathered here for her funeral. But I believe she brought us here together to remember to be kind to one another. I'm going to miss her a lot. What I have left of her is memories. I don't have much words, words many, for many of us. What appalls me even more is that men are dogs. I'm sorry to put it like that, but I have no other way to put it. I never thought I'd ever be standing and talking at Putty's funeral. End quote. Putty's body was buried at Willifan's Fontaine Cemetery nearby. And it's unfortunate, I have to admit, say, for the friend. You know, no, I understand gender-based violence, especially here. Uh, and, but it is so harsh to think that there is now one more person who think all men are dogs, which not all men are. Of course they're not. And, and it's heartbreaking to know that this is what's happening and going on. With that said, move on. Not much seemed to happen after the funeral, except for angry residents who want justice, making a media statement here and there, and well, of course, the women of South Africa who stood together, made sure they were seen and their voices were heard, as enough is enough, and gender-based violence in South Africa is at its highest. And this needs to stop. We all demand justice. And just like I said before, it's, it's sad, not all men definitely know. But we still demand justice for those who are guilty.
and for females as well. In that case, for men as well. To want justice for those who have been wrongly accused. We demand justice for everyone. I demand justice for each person. No matter what. Now, justice in South Africa is something we don't we don't see so much. I know I share a lot the stories I do share. Yes, there's justice. It's because they, that's why it's hard to find them. <laughs> but out of one out of each of the countless murders per day and months and weeks and stories, no one there's. Not a lot of justice. It's 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 not a thing, you know. So you get used to the whole situation. Mm, yeah, will it will it not? Will justice is justice even a thing? But you know what? In this case, I think I think it seems like justice might be just might be served. You know why? Because just 15 days after the funeral, a suspect was arrested. And I know to a lot, especially like America, I love the shows there, thinking, okay, it's one suspect, you will let go. Oh, no. Yeah, for a suspect to find just a, that's a big thing. That's a huge thing. So, my hopes are high. Now, According to a statement by the South African Police Service, the man who is 35 years of age was arrested on Monday, the 28th of December 2020, after a tip-off that led them to Ivory Park taxi rank, where police say he was on his way to Johannesburg from Timbisa, intending to cross the border to Lesotho. The suspect was with Putty and her friends on the night Putty's friend last saw her. And he was intended to flee. Luckily, he was caught. Gauteng police spokesperson Captain Mavela Masondu said, and I quote, The suspect has been on the run since the discovery of the naked body of a woman in an open field in the early hours of December 7th. He was the last person to be seen with her. Now, just because the show, I know that's not, that doesn't say much. It's a lot. But for us, that's a lot to go with. Two days after the arrest was made, Puti's mother, Sibongile, went to state that she was happy with the arrest and thanked the community for helping in finding the suspect and she also said and I quote things have been difficult for me but I'm really happy that the police were able to find the suspect I wish they could find everyone responsible and justice can prevail for my daughter end quote now unfortunately that's all the information available at this moment and time of recording, which by the way is the 1st of January 2021. 
just four days after the rest. But even though it's probably going to be a while before there would be any new developments in this case, in which case I will definitely do an update, I'm glad and that an arrest was made. And all we can know for now is that justice will be served. So that was that was it for this quick client's episode. I will be sharing photos. I will be sharing a photo of um, Putty on Instagram, true crime under true crime dot bones, um, and more information about her and photos well more photos actually more photos about her on patreon as well so you guys can know who i'm talking about get to know pretty fortunately there's no name the name of the suspect has not yet been released but soon it is as soon as it's available i'm on it you guys will know so that being said well you've made it to the end of this quick headlines episode and if you're still here well you are legendary and thank you for listening. I would also like to add again, if you would like to support this podcast and supporting, helping me, being able to do this, create more episodes more frequently with better quality um, and doing it full time. Go on to... The, Check out the Patreon. <laughs> um, each, this each, but means so much and helps. No matter how small, big, anything, it it helps me, and by helping me, I helps this podcast. So if you would like to see this podcast grow, and all those, you know, extra go on to crime bones patreon please please yes and again a huge thank you to grizzly books with that said stay safe remember crime never sleeps in south africa ta-ta